talking about? What we talking about? I can do this all day. What we talking about? What we talking about? What we talking about? I ain't feeling what she's saying. What we talking about? From time to time, every set of brothers argue. You gotta listen in to catch a glimpse here from our view. I finish every debate that I'm in. Gonna start it up in time tomorrow. We run it again. Ain't no stopping us. What we talking about? What we talking about? I can do this all day. What we talking about? What we talking about? What we talking about? I ain't feeling what you're saying. What we talking And we're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast, but something a little different today. Yes, sir. We got our own signature bring-in song yes, brought to you by our homie. Doug and the GTZ Enterprise record label, bro. Shout out to my man, Doug, and the record label, man. Man, we really appreciate that. That was that was tight right there, bro. That was one of the best leadings I've ever heard right there. Only took five years, but hey, man, it's better late than now. Listen, I'm not worried about the time. I'm just worried about the opportunity, and he seized it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at us, man. We out here, so that's a little different. If you, if you keep hearing that signature sound, just know it's us. We, we bringing in what we do as far as arguing for this podcast. All right, so let's get around the bunch right here. We got it on the call. D, how you doing today, bro? Man, doing great, man. Doing great. Glad to be back in the building one more time. You know, let's get it in. Key, what's going on, dog? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, back to be uh, back in the building was all week, and it's Mardi Gras season. You know, I'm hyped right now. My the favorite, my favorite event of the year. What's so, what's so special about Mardi Gras that you like, man? What's the first bro, thing just the culture mind? of New Orleans, just the history of the city, just, you know, just your family, people from out of town, just showing how we get down. You know, just like they say, let the good time roll. Yeah, it's crazy that y'all do that every year. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, an, ability, that's an ability that um, is unknown, how you bounce back from year to year. Going through that season, man, because it's a lot. It's a lot going. A lot of pageantry stuff. Yeah. A lot of a lot of parades. A lot of standing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot walking, of walking. A lot of drinking. Out, right? Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of drinking. A lot of smoking. It could be. It could be a lot, bro. Yeah. I think Mardi Gras just bring out like the true New Orleans culture. Mm. Like, it just. It's just free. You can be who you are. Do what you want to do. Um, and it's just. It's no party. No event like it, bro. Honestly, like it's just, just my, growing up. You like you walk twelve thousand miles and you ain't thinking nothing of it. My friends, <laughs> well, well it's crazy, but my friends from Mobile don't like what y'all guys try to make it seem like it's it's just New Orleans culture. They they feel like it's since they're the oldest and the original. They feel like it's it's their culture. You know what I mean? That y'all are just kind of like you I know, get it, but they can't. It. But they can't do it like us. I don't know, man. I'm just being honest with you. I'm telling you. I just had a conversation with somebody about that earlier. About they were like, yeah, I'm asking them where they where they going going to Mardi Gras. They're like, yeah. I said, yeah, you going to New Orleans? Like, nah, man. 
I'm going my home mobile. The first one, yeah. the original. But you know, you know like, what I mean. Just, just, just putting it, putting that on the atmosphere. You know, like, my man know? says levels to this, bro. I'm just telling you, you might have started, but we took that to a whole nother level. Okay, I'm just tell you how they feel. They feel like, hey man, listen, stop trying to make it about New Orleans. Yeah, I guess, man. The world make it about New Orleans. I think. Do they have in Saint Austin too? Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, and they, they have a lot. Key West, that, well, yeah. I think Key West also celebrating. So celebrate. next one year, though, I want to do a uh, carnival. I know it's kind of a little different, but I want to go to Trinity. Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah, I want to. I want to experience. I want to experience theirs. Well, I can tell you from personal experience, yeah. it's amazing. I'm sure. It's amazing. It's amazing. But I think. I mean, you know, if you look at that one, Brazil. Uh, I'm trying to think, there are some that are. Toronto, there. I heard dope. Toronto was dope. But I, it's still different levels to it. Like y'all yeah. talk about that, like just like Trinity, 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 Trinidad, Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah. I mean, Brazil. There's other ones too that are mm-hmm. just like I think Saint Kitt has one that's pretty. Everybody talks about it. Is when it comes to those islands, they just do it at a different level, or just even Brazil. I mean, it's just Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The culture it's, of it. And different. see, theirs are more carnival, like where they in a little skimpy costumes. Costume. I was more, you know, party bands mixed in. You know what I'm saying? The kids having fun. So it's a Don't little you, different, yeah. Family more, family more environment, yeah. I've heard about it. But I, there, there's, you ain't taking no kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you but, I, but I've heard the difference. There's like, I think somebody asked, I asked this question, and 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 I, I still didn't understand it. Why, I asked them in, in mobile, why do you guys throw moon pies? Mm. Like they throw moon pies versus like, what do you? I know you guys throw other stuff when you're yeah, doing through the actual parade, coconuts. But like they'd be throwing. That's like one of their main things, throwing moon pies. I'm like, man, imagine a moon pie flying across your head. <laughs> like that, that don't even like that doesn't even. That's not even sensible. Like I was, my head was last year. My head was on swivel the yeah, entire time. Like yeah, yeah, like because yeah. I could tell people I, I, I was smelling weed. I was smelling. I'm like these people come through. They got the alcohol. They just throwing it with no logic at all. Nope. Yo, they like them doubloons back yeah. in the bro, dog. Your head, but you get hit, boy. You gonna be. Yeah, don't don't be talking. I ain't paying attention. So, a friend of mine, she got cracked in the head with a bead down there last. Oh wow! And she get and it it, it split her. It split her open. She in the hand against stitches. I believe it, dog. If you ain't paying attention, dog, you got a whole pack of bees coming at you. Yeah, it's it's a different vibe. Like you you ducking it, like bro, it's crazy, bro. And some of them parade, they be throwing just just go crazy. Mm -hmm. You gotta love that shit. Love it, bro. My <laughs> yeah, favorite time, it, my favorite time of the year, dog. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. All right, so let's get into what we got a, came to talk about today, man. Let's start off with the NFC Championship game. Niners Lions. We saw what happened. The Lions came out. Lions came out. Kind of made a step in, st- statement in the first half. Yeah. You know, really showing the, how explosive their offense really is. Um, they had a great O line. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't sustain that. End up losing in the later parts of the game. So let's give a re- quick recap on it. D start us off since you're on the horn. Uh, give me your thoughts on that game, and then we'll kind of get into later about Dan Campbell and some of the decision making he was making. I think I think the Lions came out with the with, with great attitude, came out with the aggressiveness, and just came out to do to win the game. And I think the 49ers on the other hand came out slow. They came in, you know, lack of days. You can see the Chase Young to play with Chase Young. He jogging over there, didn't stop the dude from scoring a touchdown. They were just discombobulated, and 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 and. and Detroit came out with a great plan on offense. They kept them on – they was on their heels the whole first half. I mean, they did what they had to do with Purdy in the first half. They slowed them down. They couldn't, they couldn't move the ball. It was, just, it was just a struggle. And I think when the second half came around, 
I think that's where they took their foot off the gas. Detroit did, and they didn't stay aggressive. You know, they got away from the run game. They, I mean, despite the dude fumbling the ball, but you still got to stick with it. You up. You keep the pressure on. And then when you don't keep the pressure on, you let dudes just come back in. And, like, everybody know, in the game of football, momentum is big. And once and once Frisco started building momentum, then I think that's where, you know, the nervous, the nervous bodies came into play with Detroit because, you know, they ain't never been that far. Never. You know, NFC Championship in, wait, 30-plus years? Probably more than that. And so I think that's where – you know, your QB in golf and your coach and Dan Campbell, that's what they should have just put their heads together and say, hold on, let's slow this thing down. Let's go back to what what got us here. And I think they, they just got away from it. Because you can look at the game in the first half. They really punished Frisco. Not, and it, and it should have been worse than what it was. And But they just let them get back in the game with questionable decisions, and I think they blew it. I think he really, as a team, they really, you know, Blew their chance of making it, making it to the Super Bowl, and like we always say, you gotta take advantage of these kind of times when you're in games like this, especially when you're up. You cannot lose. You cannot lose these kind of games because you don't know when you're gonna get back. But you know, I just think give it up to the Forty ers They hung in there and they did what they had to do to win the game. Yeah, they definitely started out slow. The Forty ers man, it's two games in a row. Um, I get the first, the divisional game because you had a week off, a couple weeks, and you know, you kind of. You know, getting your getting your footing, but uh, Detroit took it to him. Running game, I'm gonna tell you, Dave, bro, that boy Gibbs is explosive, dog. He is, bro. I know Detroit kind of you know paced him along throughout the season. They had Montgomery rolling, but bro, they gotta let that boy go. That boy is explosive and electric, and you know it just shows that Detroit gonna be here for some years to come, though. I know we always you know give people Super Bowl championships, and you know they still ascending, but. They got a nice core, nice old line, and they they brought it to Fort Frisco, bro. And it just they just couldn't sustain it. Um, but yeah, some questionable calls from a coaching standpoint. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. But um, Detroit just they just couldn't maintain it, bro. But they they got away from it a little bit with the running game, I think, in the, in the second half. Um, but yeah, Frisco started out slow, and I think you know it was a combination of stuff. Yeah, I'm about to go left. I think I think the uh, NFL. It's the WWE, bro. It's the WWE. I think this shit scripted. You think so? I think so. Hmm. Why you think that? Because I think they want who they want to be in the Super Bowl. And what you were doing the whole first half, you will go away from doing the second half. You was killing them running the football. Then all of a sudden you start running the football. Um, and I understand, like, you're up by two scores. What coach don't kick a field goal and go about three scores? Ain't a regular season game. It is the playoff. You know what I'm saying? And I always have been told, bro, like from the older, like, bro, that stuff fake, bro. <laughs> like my man, what, what's the NBA uh, referee? He tried to warn us, dog. Oh, uh, Donahue. Donahue. They locked him up. <laughs> he was talking about that Kings-Laker game. and he, I'm a Laker fan. I wasn't mad at it. But – I, I feel like they ain't want two black cities in Vegas, bro. <laughs> Hate to say it, bro. Think so? They ain't want Baltimore and they ain't want Detroit in Vegas. And the referee play a huge part. You know, you can't affect the whole game, but you can get the, like, but come on, bro. Like, you was dominating that first half. You was running the football, play action pass, doing whatever you want. Then to come out in the second half and just, like, switch your game, playing up like you losing. 
like throwing the passes, not even running the football. Like Fort Niles couldn't stop the run. So it got me questioning, bro. Is this shit real, bro? Real talk. I I don't know if I question whether it's real, but when we talk about just the thoughts and the recap of the game, it was a tri- I mean, it was a tell of two different halves. I mean, one team kind of stuck with their game plan, um, utilized the quarterback to run the ball when they had third down, big downs, and the other team also showed themselves with when it comes to the Lions. We they've been having defensive problems all season, so. It's not like the Fortnite's were a poor offensive team. It's just the fact that we thought that the Detroit Lions offensively was probably their stream versus the San Francisco defense. So them the Lions coming out there and, and putting it out there and scoring the way they were scoring the first half wasn't shocking to me. It wasn't even like I kind of figured that's kind of how it would happen. I thought they had sustained a little bit more, maybe even win the game. But it's just the fact that I knew offensively that was the strength. The old line was the strength. And, but their defense was an issue. If they're not causing turnovers yeah. and getting the ball that way, they're going to give up a lot of plays and a lot of points. And that that was that's been their issue issue all season. It's not the DC part; they just don't have the players. They don't have the talent in place to 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 go out there and compete for forty eight minutes. Or uh, yeah, so forty eight minutes. So it's just that's their problem. Their problem is they cannot sustain that because defensively they don't have the players to sustain it, and it showed in the second half. But, yeah, but when you got fourth and you in field goal range and you can kick a field goal and but, go by three But scores. that had been dudes that had been dudes personality all season. Yeah, but this but this 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 is a one game do or die. This ain't this ain't but the that, But season. that's been dude. This, well, this ain't no. Well, you, if you have an issue with him, then why you have an issue with Reynolds for dropping that ball because the yeah. ball hit him in the hands. But true. Exactly. It was fourth and two. No, but, no, 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 no. It's fourth and two. He'll get paid to catch the ball. Why are you trying to body catch when the ball hits you right in the head? It. It. it didn't hit him in the hands. It hit him in the wrist. I, but I get it. You kicked the field goal. Bruh. You, in but, case you but might get it. His, but you, might, been, you take the shot. But that has run. been his that has been his MO uh, all season. Yeah, I get that in the regular season. But this 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 do it. He die. did it no, he did this, it in this the playoffs. Detroit, this, but this Detroit He saying, did look, it in the playoffs. But, but I get that. But this like we ain't been to the Super Bowl. Ever, ever, but and that, we got a chance to go by he, three scores. But he had did that all. Yeah, I mean, three but, points but that's not points. smart. Don't make but it. But three right. points is only three points. They but, lost but, by four. But, but so it's, it's not like three points solved the, the game. No, now they lost by three. You still by three scores. By three. You kick that field goal. You uh, by three scores. At the end of the day, he he still had. Op- I mean, yeah, they lost by three. They could have yeah. tied. It would have been a tie. But at the end no, of the day, he gave. No, he went for it twice. He went for it twice. No, he went. He went for. He went for twice. He went for fourth down and two. Twice. No, no. The first time they got a penalty, he no, kicked the field no, goal. No, no, The twice. first time they got a penalty, I'm he kicked the, the field goal. No, the, the first half, half the first twice. time he could have put them away. That's when he should have went no. for it, too. In the second half, he he went, he could have kicked two field in goals. In the end of the game, in the first half, I mean, excuse me, in the first half, he had the ball down there at like the one or two or three yard line, and he didn't go for it. He should have went for it on fourth down there. He kicked the field goal. All right, so that makes no but sense. No, that, it that, makes no that, sense That's then. what I'm trying to tell you. So his, <laughs> he looked at that. With them coming back, he had to stay more aggressive. But you up by Bro, two scores already. Why dog. Riddle can't catch the ball? It's man, third down. Dog. It's third man. down to eight. The I'm ball hit saying, him bro. in the chest. That's it. Then hit him in the chest. Just, just cause he, the ball. he was by himself, and the ball hit him in the chest. Okay, but uh, kick Did the field goal. Kick no, the field bro. goal. They went for it. But Donald, they mad at that dude for going for it. Huh? I say, didn't he go for it twice? 
on four. I think he could have kicked, kicked two field goals in yeah, the second half. That's his point. I ain't mad at dude for, I'm mad for at going that's, for it. That's why they asked that. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at dude I'm for going for it because dude. That's been his mo. I don't My care. thing is when he had it was when it was like, at the what time it was like twenty four. It was twenty one seven, and he was down at the at the goal line. And I think they either got a penalty, something happened. They either got a penalty, they got stopped, and they didn't go for it. They kicked the field goal, and it was twenty four seven going to half. I think he should have went for it. In. I think he'd have went for it in and scored. He'd have put it. San Francisco out their misery. Yeah, but you would know right then. You you'd have put him out their misery. You'd have put him out their misery getting no, six points. No, wrong being aggressive. All, all these no, damn nerds. All these damn it. nerds with this analytical man, shit. Analytic talking, stuff, analytics. I ain't never fucking played all damn. Now that dude football. looked at it. That man, analytic, fuck that. Man, scratch the analytic stuff. Yeah, he looked at his team and he looked at his defense. He knows his defense. That's why you kick. That's why you kick the field. No, you can't sustain the defense. Ain't gonna can't do nothing. No, you. The way Purdy kept running the ball. What what middle line? It was a middle line back to Sydney Spine. Still didn't get there. James, the you cutting me off. But if you are by three, you yes, you are. Talk. No, I'm not because it ain't no, your time. Bro. It is mine. So it ain't no cutting off. I actually allowed you to speak, and then I went back and took it but back. We, but then we I allowed you to speak again. But we haven't dialogue. No, no. The dialogue is that we both speaking. So I'm right, not cutting but, you off. But when I'm talking, no. So yelling. don't say that. We haven't dialogue. Don't say that. Just say, hey, just keep talking. No, but I'm saying, but you still got to let me. No, I let you speak. No, you're not. I did. <laughs> okay, listen. I'm saying, I'm you went. I'm saying, if you up three scores, that's three scores. You got to score three times to beat me. So not two times. You got to a three points push it to three scores. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. They no, was it does No, it does Seventeen points. You got to score three times. No, it that's, doesn't. I think I know my math. No, it doesn't. <laughs> if the score, they score, they kick the field goal. They kick, they kick three, they kick two field goals. I'm talking if he kicked that field, because they had twenty seven. Yeah, and they kicked two field goals. Right. I'm saying if he'd have kicked the one, they didn't get the four down, you're about no. to score. But that's at that point of the game. That still ain't got shit to do with the end of the game. But no. That, 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 that's got to do with that the game. That's at that point of the game. But I'm saying you're, you're trying to win a game that you never went to a Super Bowl, you kicked the field goal. I don't care about the nigga that's, drop the pass. Do you he, should care no, about it because I'm a part of the it game. It might not even get to that. You can, have, you can have a sack. I'm saying we don't know that. Yeah, he should have caught it, but that's why you kicked the field goal. That's why you kick the field. Nah, you, it's take, fourth, you take the short point. It's fourth and two. That man looked at it and said, and listen, that's, my and offense that's, is my strength. We've been balling all game. I'm going to put the hand in, and I'm going to put my hand. I'm going to put the ball. I'm going to put the ball in his. No, no second that, was, that was second half. It was fourth and two. It was fourth and two. It wasn't smart. And he was like, yo, my offense, been. this is my strength. I'm going to go out here and let Jared Goff do his thing. It wasn't smart. He threw the ball in Reynolds' hands. That one, yeah. And the ball in him. The other one hit him in the chest. But that one. I think the, the score was 24-10. Yes. I can see now you go up to 17 because now you get some points. Are not exactly. Hindsight 20-20, Reynolds catch the ball. We probably wouldn't even have this discussion. But I get it. He went for it all year. But like you said, it's time and place. If you got a chance to go up 17. Go up 17. It makes sense to go up 17. I get it. But like I he, think probably, he went for the For me, I think he, he looked. Play. I don't think he did look for it. I think, I think he looked at it like in the first half, I should have went for the dagger. Probably. I should. I had the ball at the goal line. I should went for the dagger and put these boys away. Yeah. It was a little bit. It was a little ridiculous play calling when they got down there. But I think he looked at it like I should went for the dagger right then and put them away. And he could have been up. He could have been up twenty eight seven going into the half, yeah. which would have really put stress on San Francisco yeah. to have to throw yeah. every down. They couldn't stick with their game plan. But you gotta get San Francisco. They kept running the ball too. They still giving the ball to CMC. They kept running the ball. They kept getting the ball to their, their playmakers. So they put pressure on their defense. But well, I can't just sit here and say, I mean, whether he called, whether he, whether he called, whether they won the game or not, 
But it could have won, it could not won it. I still feel like he he thought about that's my strength. Yeah, but if you get that boy a lie detector right now, I bet he'll tell, <laughs> the truth will tell you he wishing right now when he went home. Because he lost. Because he, he lost. lost. Yeah, right, 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 right. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you kicked the – this time to go to the – this office for all the marble. This ain't no okay, we could play next Sunday. This like for all the marbles to go to the Super Bowl. It ain't guaranteed they're going to be back in this situation next year. Right. It ain't no guarantee. You got to take capitalize of the moment you're in. Ain't no like, bro, we're going to be back next I, year. I think that's why he went for it. No, no. That's because why I mean, why? That's why did he you give your final. Did you give a final final thoughts on this one? You, we just talked about damn Kevin without really going into it. So, But I feel like that's why he went for it. He felt like there is no tomorrow. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to roll with his dice. I'm going to get the ball to golf. Now, like I said before, I didn't think the play caller was the greatest. I didn't think I didn't think Ben Johns did a great job of strategizing some of those plays. I and and I think they could have got and also we got also got to put in, in the fact that Gibbs gave him a short side of field when he fumbled the ball. So a lot of things happened that in that transgression. But in the same time, I feel like he could have went he should have went for it in the first half. He should have put them away. He had he like he literally had that team really. He would have put them boys would have left them fans went home early. So it just it's just one of those things where it, it happens. But I ain't gonna sit here and see him complain about the dude going. That's been his thing all season. That dude been faking punts, doing everything to get his team yeah, ready. But you got to home sometime. Yeah, but you got a day to you got another day to fight. D, D, go ahead and give your final thoughts on this. Uh, I just think I, I do agree with you, James, that he probably should have went for the touchdown when he was on the one yard line, and the play calling was kind of questionable because what people fail to forget is he had the offense out there. He had the offense on the field about to go for it on fourth down, and then he changed his mind. So I think he's second against the stuff instead of just going with the flow. Like you said, they was already reeling. I see what Keith, I see what both of y'all are saying because he he has been doing it all year. But I think sometimes, even though you did it all year, you have to adjust to the moment and say, you know what? Let me get these points. Let me get these points. And I think what he did in the second half, or in the first quarter, I mean, the end of the end of the end of the half, by not going for it, that triggered him not to kick the field goal in the second half. So I mean, both what, what y'all saying, both is 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 correct. It's just that he, I just think he should have went for it, like you said, when they had him reeling. When he, when you, you if you could have went up twenty eight to seven, if the game probably would have been over. Yeah, he, had, he had a chance to put his foot on their neck. Yeah, he had a chance. And That's he, where and I he, feel like he looked yeah. at it and said, because they came back out, I think they came out in the second half and scored. And I think yeah. in his mind, he looked at it like, I should have put my foot on their neck right then and there. I think so when he, they had a chance, I think it was the third down, when it was fourth and no, two. It was fourth yeah, down. But, it was but you down. still have to hope that your third receiver, who's a free agent, they ain't bringing him back, <laughs> uh, should reached out and caught that ball because he'd been playing pretty decent all season long. You would think he would have caught that pass and that would have really put them away. And now, and, and now, if they'd have got that fourth down and kept the kept the ball moving, dog, San Francisco in, in trouble. I think the fumble was more a problematic to them than actually even some of the other stuff because the fumble gave him a short side of the field, it gave San Francisco opportunity to score quick. But I, but I do think that that that, that if he if he, like you said if he'd have went for it when it was it was it was what fourth and goal and and just go get the touchdown, hand that ball off. You like you said, your offensive line is the strength. And he pushed that in. It's twenty eight to seven, and I think his mind, his focus in the second half would change. It, it would it would have changed everything if they'd have got that touchdown. But you know that's neither here nor there because you know it, they, they took the field goal and kept it moving. Well, listen, man, dude. 
for the for the most part, he did, he did a major turnaround. Yeah, maybe maybe in his mind he looks at it like we'll still be we'll be back. We just need strength in that defense. Yeah, but it ain't a guarantee you're gonna be back. That's no guarantee in anything <laughs> in life. You know, guarantee. Right, that's why you gotta I always say you gotta win in the moment. You got a chance you, to win. You hope that you have that opportunity. Yeah, and that's, cause, that, cause, of course, because you can be like we're gonna be back, and you never get to that to that point. You just they must do. feel they must feel some confidence that if they OC turned down that that the, the uh, that bomb commander job. So that he, <laughs> so that he can stay there. Who who wants to stay in Detroit like that? He does. So that tells it a lot right there. So all right, let's get into let's get to recap of the AFC Championship game. D start us off again. Like, what was your thoughts on that? And you know, who you think is the uh, blame for the for what happened? The transaction that happened up in uh, OB more. The AFC game was, you know, it was a game that I thought that it would be a lot of points scored, but 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 it would be it would equal out with Lamar to winning. And I think Lamar didn't he, – he wasn't Lamar. Like, he did he, – he, he, he overthrew players. He was thinking too much instead of just, like, taking off and running. Because they, they gave him, you know, outlets where he could have run and made big plays, and he sat there and held the ball and threw the ball. I think Munkin had a bad uh, game plan. You only run the ball, what, six times, six, seven times? And running the ball is what y'all do best. You know, you you sat there and made him drop back and throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball. And, and that's not who Lamar is. They're more of a balanced offensive team. You know, you get the slant routes here. You might hit a deep pass here. You would hit likely over the middle. You know, you got the cross and routes and all that. But this particular game, it was just like, we're not going to run the ball. And, I, and, and, and don't get me wrong. The defense didn't play well in the first half. But the second half, hell, they ain't scored. I mean, Kansas City ain't scored no points. And I think, and, and from and then from their side, they figure like, hell, if we can hold them on defense, we ain't got to put no pressure. We just run the ball, play it safe, because we know our defense. I, we know our defense is going to step up for us. But I think the biggest play in the game was they fly from the ball. When you from the ball going, bro, you got to make that play, son. You can't get a penalty flipping the ball behind the man, spinning the ball, talking trash. You're going to get torn, and they call it. They call this all the time. And, and I think, you know, them roughing the passing penalties, the different – I mean, Baltimore killed themselves all the way around, period. They killed themselves. And, and Kansas City, like, look, we ain't got to turn – as long as we don't turn the ball over, as long as we commit, don't commit dumb penalties, we're going to win this game with our defense. We, we scored enough points. We scored – seven. Them, them, these guys scored 17 points in the first half and won the game. And won the game. And I just think Lamar, the, 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 the supporting cast – Munkin, they deserve all the blame because guess what? The game plan was bad. You know, you can't have turnovers against a team that got a pretty good defense and that can keep you out of the end zone. You can't just have that. You can't have bad penalties, you know? So I just think all in all, Lamar, you got to go back to the drawing board because this falls on him because he's the quarterback. Munkin, this falls on you because you're the offensive coordinator, period. Yeah, it was just too much indecisiveness with Lamar. Holding the ball, holding the ball. And I get it, you hold it till somebody get open. But he had ample opportunities to run. And then, like I say, you bring Dalvin Cook in late in the season, a fresh body. He might have got on the field with one play, two plays, if that. Um, so I think just Baltimore right now is probably looking back like we didn't be ourselves. And then the two turnovers, bro, that's 10 points at least. Right? When Lamar threw the interception and double coverage, that was just a bad pass. Um, Zay Flowers fumbling going into the end zone. And you lose by ten. You know, defensively, I don't know what they were in the first half checking Kelsey, bro. Like they ain't put a hand on Kelsey. He wasn't trying to jam him at the line. So Kelsey pretty much won the game for KC in the first half. 
Um, but yeah, Monken was horrible. Um, Lamar was just very indecisive for whatever reason. And then you didn't even start getting uh, Odell involved to the like the last couple of drives when now you're pressing to try to get back. Um, it's just an overall bad bad for Baltimore. Um, Lamar probably won another MVP, um, but he's going to look back and like a real missed opportunity. Like we said, we always think teams going to get back. Baltimore is a team that's young that can be there, but yeah, it's a definitely a lost opportunity, man, all the way around. Yeah, y'all, y'all both, you know, key points on on y'all statement on what happened. It was just like an overall fail about the whole game plan. Quarterback played bad, overthrowing receivers. Uh, like you said, Ray, a couple of times he could have took off. He didn't take off. He's looking down the field. And the thing to beat KC defense, Buffalo showed that. Short passes, your running back. Because they're coming, the pass rushes, and they're not letting nothing really get deep unless you got to throw a perfect deep ball to beat them. Because they, they corners and safeties are like that. They've very been like that all year. So people had success on them is the short passes, flanking the running back out. Well, Buffalo had a great game plan about them. Uh, how they was moving the ball. Um, it, was a, it was a missed opportunity, you know. And Lamar still is looking for that signature win in the playoff, that signature moment. He still ain't got it yet, you know, like you said. And um, it, it, I thought uh, Baltimore would win the game. But like Ray said, you can't you cannot turn the ball over against a championship team. They're going to make you pay. And, and they're not going to beat themselves. You're going to have to go out there and take it. You, they're not going to turn the ball over when it's time to t- – they receive was catching all the passes this game. <laughs> all year, they were grabbing everything. But this game, you know what I'm saying, they they was catching everything. Nobody I – don't, I don't – they probably had one or two. I don't think they had a drop pass. You know, so definitely, you know, there was the – this was your golden opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. This was a down year for Kansas City, and they still back in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Their offense hadn't been really good all year. Their defense carried them. So, like Ray said, if you couldn't get there this year, just imagine next year when everybody retooled, everybody healthy, you trying to trying to get back to the Super Bowl. So, it's going to be a long offseason for Baltimore. And, like, I ain't understand the game plan, too, the offensive coordinator, like, like, like Donovan said earlier. It was one play. It was fourth. And, it was third and one. Why are you running the football? You know, Lamar dropped back by six yards trying to pass the the ball. Even if you're running, you get stopped. You go for it on fourth down with another run play. If you get a half a yard, so, and um, I think the receiver gonna be good. You know, I thought they was pressing a lot. Being in that situation, they was out of character, getting penalties, like you said. They, yeah, like emotional wise, you gotta be in tune. You catch the ball, look, get up. Get a ball to the ref and keep it going, and that fumble t- that 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 changed everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't understand. I see if it's fourth and one. Let me say if it's fourth down and you got to reach the ball out to go in the end zone. Yeah, then do that. But if you already got the first down, just run through the tackle yeah. and go for the next play. Let the running back run in there. So those are teachable moments. But man, it was a lost opportunity from Baltimore. Man, I know a lot of people in Baltimore were sick. Just knew they was going to the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, it's – said it was popping. Yeah, so, hey, miss opportunity, bro, and KC back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody's already stated. I, I didn't understand why they abandoned the run so quickly, right? Like, I felt like – I felt like abandoning the run being that 
being that that is you're the number one rushing offense in the NFL, especially this past season, was kind of uh, a very odd reaction to what was Kansas City doing to you. And and we just watched ball. I mean, about the Buffalo run the ball very well against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they lost that playoff game. It still was a a good. It was a good plan to get the ball into Cook's hands and also use Josh Allen in the short passing game as well. We just discussed that, allowing them to keep moving the football. And Buffalo, I mean, excuse me, Baltimore's defense woke up in the second half. I don't think Tennessee couldn't even move the ball in the second half against them. And they showed why they're the number one defense. And what they needed was they needed a better game plan in the second half. And I just I just was I was really amazed how they abandoned the run. I think one time they passed the ball like eight, nine, maybe ten times in a row. And that's not Lamar's strength. It's the drop back, throw it, get it down the field type thing. I think even the pass to um Zay Flowers is kinda late. You know what I mean? They probably could have he could have got out a little bit earlier. Probably would have been a touchdown because it was wide open. Well, it would have been a touchdown. Um, it would have been. But he was he was a little bit late with the pass. And I think we were just I think he was pressing too much. The entire game, I think he was kind of pressing too much. Maybe trying to just fit the narrative that a lot of people want to put on him, being that he's, you know, a running quarterback and because at times well, I wish he would have ran. I mean, I think exactly. if you'd have did what Purdy did, especially in the second half, Baltimore would have won that game. Because it, mm-hmm. it was it was running lanes for him. Like he should have just took it. Um, even the third and one, I wasn't upset with the play. It's more the result. Cause yeah, you should have probably yeah, you probably should you could have handed the ball out to the running back. But I think Lamar held on to the ball in that pass play. He should have ran. Like I mean, he was it was nobody on the edge. Just nobody as quick as Lamar on that field. He would have got to the sideline easy. You know, I mean, it just it just that was the problem for me. It just the it seems like after the play that he made when he. Um, the ball got tipped, and he went and caught it and ran for, like, a first down. It seemed like after that, it was just seemed like everything was kind of repressing. You know, I thought mm-hmm. I saw that play, and I was like, okay, they about to beat them because that's just something I've never seen before, right? Like, it was just one of those things that you see, and you're like, okay, I've never seen that before. But now, man, it's like that's the type of stuff that we got to – that when you see that, and you're like, you know that, that that's going to be – that's just a bad news for Kansas City. It just didn't turn out the way it should have. I was just, I was just really disappointed in that aspect. I think, you know, Baltimore's D.C. made the adjustments. Monklin, who was the uh, former um, O.C. for Georgia, just didn't – he just didn't make the adjustments, man. I don't know who told him, kept, I don't know what made him keep throwing it with Lamar. I, I, I just don't want to – I just don't understand the frame of mind. Um, I think he maybe said, let's put it in Lamar's hands and go win the game for us. But doing that means somebody should have pulled Lamar to the side and say, man, you got your feet run. Whether John Harbaugh, somebody should have said something. I don't know if it's Jim or John. I was going to get their names mixed up. Um, but somebody should have said to him, run run when you got it, man. Like, take off because you're not hurting nobody. Um, I just feel like he just wanted to show that him as the receivers can get the job done, and they just didn't. They just, that did, they just didn't, man. And they threw the ball. He threw the ball 37 times. He ran eight times, and the other running backs, the other three running backs only ran the ball eight times. And that just doesn't work, man. 16 attempts. When you know Gus Edwards can, you know, run the ball, some of the other backs can run the ball, that's just their strength. They did go through the running backs in the second half going to them with the short game. And I thought that was smart. But then they stopped it. So I, I just wasn't making – even the pass in the middle of the field. Now, I got to get on the refs, man. Like, 
Yeah, they did well, some. If you yeah. don't know what holding is and pass interference <laughs> is, something wrong. Now, don't. Yeah, you don't want to bail out Lamar on that on that interception, but that dude did grab that, that tight end. He grabbed yeah, all the balls in the air, so it's like like you can see the ball in the air. You can see the guy holding on to him at the same time. It's the same thing with the uh, when they had the ball down at the end zone, and he had he had eighty on that out route, and the dude grabbed him, and they didn't call it. They did like it was just like they're just like sitting there. That was a hole. You got to call these calls. You gotta call these calls. If you see the play, you gotta throw the flag. You just can't be like, man, well, you know, it didn't stop the play from happening. No, you gotta call all that. It's just, those are the things. If the ball, if they're getting these personal, personal penalties, I think a lot of those personal foul penalties came from the frustration of seeing plays like that not being called over and over and over again. I, I don't think you can do that, but at the same time, I understand why they had an issue with it. Um, but at the end of the day, you gotta get Kansas City their props. They went to Baltimore. Um, you know, and they took their crab cakes. I mean, <laughs> like, like just how it works. It's just the it's what they did to them, man. And you got to give them the props for that. That is something you got to give them uh, props one hundred percent. Um, because they they did what they had to do. So moving forward, man, like Baltimore got to get back to the drawing board. All right, for sure. all right, man. Let's get to the coaching hires. Let's talk about it, D man. So I heard you know the commander settled for Dan Quinn, bro. We got you. We got your text. How you feel about it? Give us your thoughts on that. That was a surprise to me when Ben Johnson, when Ben Johnson turned it turned it down. I was like, okay, they're gonna go and find another young head coach. You know, a probably high the enemy. But um, when it when it came back around, I said Dan Quinn. I'm looking like, huh? What? Like Dan Quinn? Like he was on the list? I didn't think he was on the list. You know, I thought he wanted to stay in Dallas another year or go out to Seattle. Um, but uh, at the end of the day. That's who they got. I think now it boils down to, you know, getting a good DC, getting a good off a good OC, and and, and players. Like that's where that's where we at. Hey, that's who we got. So at the end of the day, the guy they got the, the um the GM that they got the, from uh from San Francisco. I mean, he done. He's been around a, a championship team. He's been around you know John Lynch and and brought in good players who brought in good players to San Francisco to get them back on track. So hopefully he can do the same for us. That when you the guy. It's a whole different. It's a whole different situation when you're the guy and you got to pick these players. You know what I'm saying? And you got to bring in people who you know scouts who understand you know what you need for your team. And when you don't have good scouts and when you don't have a good GM, you you see what happens. You know. So at the end of the day, Dan Quinn is what we got. They got to bring in the right kind of people to bring it in. I mean, what what else are we gonna do? At the end of the day, we we got what we got. So let's see if we can make it work. Yeah, y'all definitely settle with that one. Dan Quinn ain't do nothing when he was a head coach before. I don't see him doing nothing now. Um, there's too many young, brilliant coaches now, man. And these coaches are getting younger and younger, like 35 years old, 36 years old. And I think I'd rather take a chance on a young coach that continue to grow and bring in some experienced staff around him. Um, but Dan Quinn is not it. But, you know, some of the hires, I like the uh, Harbaugh going to the Chargers. I just think that's the missing piece, what they was missing, just discipline. Um, a coach that, you know, pay attention to detail, um, know the X's and O's, hold players accountable. So I like what the Chargers did. Um, hopefully, you know, Raheem Morris gets a, you know, get his act together. It's his second time being a head coach. So we'll see what he do in Atlanta. Um, yeah, it's some, 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 some nice young coaches. The, the OC that was at uh, Tampa, now going to the Carolina Panthers. So a lot of these young kids, man, shit, 35, 36 years old, getting a great shot to run organizations, man. I love it. So those are my, you know, I think the Charger hires are probably the best one. Yeah, uh, I was shocked by the commander hire. Um, 
no, he he going to have to at this point you got him now, but the thing is now I'm trying to find a great OC cuz y'all got talent on offense. And you know, Dan Quinn can be a good defensive coach. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make the decision or whatever, but the key to making it work is who y'all get for um at the OC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got good receivers. You know what I'm saying? What y'all going to do in the draft, too? Who y'all going to pick? Are you going to pick a quarterback? You know what I'm saying? What y'all with the third pick? No, we got the second pick. Second pick. So mm-hmm. that it can work depending on who you get as an OC, what y'all do, who y'all get as the quarterback, and how that quarterback mm-hmm. person come in. Because, you know what I'm saying, y'all was in a lot of games last year. You know? But, but we got to get offensive line, too. Yes, That's yes. Bigger. So uh, he definitely – that's going to be the key thing, who he hired to be his OC. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the key. Um, defense is pretty well already. You know, it's decent. And he is a good defensive coach. So, um, like Ray said, I like the uh, hire for San Diego. Uh, put up a shut up for them right now. You got all the talent in the world. You're just missing leadership. Um, so, we'll see, uh, you know. And I and he used to dealing with uh, young kids. He just came from a college program, so he probably up on the lingo, the music, <laughs> you know. But now the Chargers more the Chargers more a veterans team though. They I'm more veterans. Your quarterback young. You got some. You know what I'm saying. Even though you they older, but they you know what I'm saying you've been around like more black kids. That what's going on in the music world, or just you know what I'm saying that aspect of him going. Being being a little younger, being more hip to what's going on, that you can relate to your players more. Like Ray was saying, more times now, the younger coaches are are getting these opportunities that can the old school coaching might be out where you can't reach your players like a Bella Checker, and that's probably why he don't have a job right now. So um, in Atlanta hire, you know, should be a good hire too. It's same thing. Uh, it's all about for them too. They OC. Uh, who they gonna get to come in to try to get their tight end involved? Because he's been missing in action the last year or two. Uh, so, but Donovan, y'all might not be too bad, but it just d- depends on what OC y'all get. Mm-hmm. Uh, then y'all gonna get a brilliant mind who can create plays. Hey, can't get no worse than what we already been doing. <laughs> Sound like you uh, got a lot of faith, bro. No, I say, it can't get no worse. I mean, yeah, I've been down for since since the early nineties. So, hey, hey, look, hey, what what I'm gonna do? <laughs> what I'm gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what though, it does cripple the Cowboys, right? Because I think from what I'm from what I read, he he's bringing in his uh, secondary coach as to be this DC, so mm-hmm. and who was also on the Cowboys staff. So that you know that does bring you know. Cowboys to reality in the sense of needing some type of coaching change is going to happen there. So that's going to be a culture difference for them. Dan Quinn was a good, did a very good job with the Dallas Cowboys defense and he should do a good job. Listen, Dan Quinn can, can coach defense. I, I, I know that firsthand being a Falcon coach and watching him coach them to that Super Bowl run with players that probably shouldn't be starters. You know, he had an opportunity. The thing is just, you don't want Dan Quinn picking players. That's what you don't want. You don't want the Dan Quinn. They used to, they used to challenge this, this thought of you want Dan Quinn guys. You don't want Dan Quinn guys. If you have somebody else in charge of personnel, um, which they do, I think it's the GM that came from the um, Frisco. Seattle Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, the Frisco, San Francisco. San Francisco, that's right. He came from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That guy, that, that guy be in charge of personnel totally. Of course, they're working in conjunction, but 
Man, let, don't let Dan Quinn pick players. That I'm was our you. problem. He was also president of the football operations, and he worked with the uh, with the uh, the GM. But they picked a lot of Dan Quinn guys, and they just didn't. A lot of them just didn't, didn't iron out. They were really small, quick, fast, quick twitch guys, but they just didn't play well when it matters the most. Um, it was a good, some good highs. I'm, I mean, the Jim Hellball, I'm kind of, I'm not totally, totally sure just yet. I mean, the thing about the whole LA Chargers is you're, you're not only just dealing with, you're dealing with a culture when it comes to LA. I mean, you're dealing with, you know, the Lakers, who are the primary, the Dodgers, uh, the Rams, the, um, whatever, what's the LA Knights? You're dealing with a lot of different teams in LA that are way more popular than the Chargers. So I'm not sure if that is, like, of course, everybody supports a winner, but I still don't feel like that fan base cares about that team that much. So it's just like, what is, what can he do to? Imp- he got to put his imprint on his team, and they could win, they could not. I'm not totally sure. Um, he has a quirky way of doing things. I don't really think it matters if he, you know, gets you know finds some type of relationship. He has to have a relationship with the players. I don't think it needs to be whether they're young or not because they're professionals. So if you don't get with his program, he probably won't cut you. But but at the end of the day, like, you know, I think it's a hire that's kind of remain to be seen because that's a very strong division. I mean, you got a lot of star coaches in that division, right? Mm-hmm. Um, including the Raiders who, you know, uh, have the opportunity to bring it in. Uh, maybe Eric B. Enemy as their OC to coach that team next season um, as their as their offensive coordinator. So that's going to be interesting in that, in that category. It was a lot of change. I think the Panthers – Hire is going to be kind of remain to be seen. He's a young guy. Uh, we would like to see what's going to happen with him. You know, we just talked about Raheem Morris. You know, I thought that was I thought they should have made Raheem Morris the, the the coach when they fired DC two or three years ago, if not that long ago. I think he should have took over then. Um, but they went with uh, Smith. So you got that. Uh, and then I'm trying to think around the landscape, man. It's been a lot of changes. Uh, the dude from uh, the dude from the Cincinnati Bengals went to uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. And that's going to be remain to be seen too, man, because they're going through a change. They, they, you know, a lot of players are going to be leaving that organization. Um, Derrick Henry's definitely gone, and so it's a lot of different. It's going to be that's going to be a whole different look at office next season. Quarterback situation. What they're going to do with the quarterback situation? They got three quarterbacks, and pretty much they must have no quarterbacks because they're going to go with the young kid, Lewis. Are they gonna go with uh, I mean Levis? Are they gonna go with back to um, the, the old the old veteran? Yeah, this they got what Malik Cunningham? Malik Cunningham? Okay, Malik Willis. Malik Willis, yeah. Malik yeah, Willis he's still on the staff. I mean, on the on the on the, on the, uh, on the roster. Yeah, he's still he's still, he's still a lot of change, man. I don't I don't really don't know what is going to happen. It's going to be a very interesting season next year, right? Like so. Then you got to think about the draft. What that's going to happen when they, uh, there's been you know there's been some rumors that Caleb doesn't want to go to the Bears. Right, but then he denied that room and said that he doesn't matter where he gets drafted at. It's a lot of things, changes happening. Um, and that's going to be big. Wherever Caleb goes is going to change the structure of that draft. These springs, he falls the two. Y'all take him? Who, Caleb? Nah. And the only reason I say that is everybody who we've chosen that's from this area, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work, bro. It, it, it just Everybody we've chosen, it, it doesn't work. But I do think we're going to take a quarterback. I don't know which one. I don't want Drake May. I don't want Drake May. You want May? Nah, May. May to me, he's not. I don't think he's in that elite status. He's just I mean, not. Why, not. Why you say that? Because May May didn't play with any talented players. 
I mean, he played yeah, talent, player, talented players, but he didn't play yeah, with the type of talent at USC or or at other plays, other other universities. I just don't, I just don't think like he tell. If you look at the beginning of his freshman season, well, with the year he played, his sophomore year, he tailed off on the back end, and then this year he didn't have a great season. This year, I mean, me personally, I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take Caleb. But I, but we know how that joint works. When you, when you draft somebody, a hometown kid, it don't work that well. I take a boy from LSU. Um, from 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 looking at the Senior Bowl, a lot of them dudes struggling. A lot of them dudes, they not. But I mean, that, that's just right here and now. But if Caleb there, we are gonna have to take him. But I, I, I think from a from a from a standpoint, I think we are gonna take the boy from LSU. I don't know, man. It says Spencer Rattler had a went six for six in the season. Nah, they can have they can have Spencer Rattler. Spencer, nah. Here's the thing about Spencer Rattler: he has the talent. It's always it was always up here in the mental. D, if you get the boy from last year, bro, you winning, bro. He's gonna be special, dog. He's shining. Gonna be special. You won't lose if you get him, D. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer, to me, like is the mental. And if you already mentally challenged already before you get to the NFL. I don't want you. So what about you go with a Bo Nix in the second round? Nah. I don't want Bo Nix either. Well, I don't want Bo Nix. He won't oh, Daniels, bro. Tell okay. me. He won't Daniels. D won't Daniels. You give me Daniels. You give me uh I'll take I'll take a boy. I'll take a boy from Washington. Nah, they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. I'll take a boy from Washington. Because I, I, I think I, I think his capabilities for throwing the ball. He didn't play today. Practice pennies, they said. Yeah, but I mean, he can throw the ball, like, and he's consistent with his with his accuracy. Bo Nix, mm, nah. Yeah, I but I mean, he didn't reach his ceiling. Go ahead. They bring the time you stay in school five years. He reach his ceiling nine times out of ten, bro. People gonna question it because if you that talented, you're not gonna stay five years. Man, he about the same age as your boy from New Orleans. I mean, for LSU. Yeah, in the same, same age. age. Yeah. Like, one's like twenty three. That one's like 22, 23. No, Dan, Dan was 22, 23. Dan was 24. Yeah, you're a year of, year of, of age of each other. Jalen Dan was in college five years. People don't realize that. Like, like it wasn't, you know, so it's, it's a little bit. But you know. It, it's the, a lot of players coming out of quarterbacks coming out this season, coming out of college, are older than the norm. They're yeah. not like the 21, 22. But Bo Nix had to lead the SEC. I mean, he left Auburn. I mean, I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying it, it's it's been it's been a situation it's happened across the board. It's not a it's I can't just say it's just a him thing. Yeah. It's been like that across the board where it's been a lot of players leaving, having to leave, or it's been a lot of players going somewhere else and then they come out of college, they're like twenty two, twenty three years old. Michael mm-hmm. Pittance injuries would scare me. Yeah. Like he's yeah, had a true. ton of injuries. Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's just where I would be I'll be more fit for him, but then but like the other players out there, Drake May's probably one of the younger ones. You know what I mean? And I think Caleb is like 22. He's because of his age, 21, 22 years old. But a lot of these guys coming out, they're like 25, 24, 23. Yeah, and, and a lot and a lot of that happened because of COVID. Everybody got the extra year. Yeah, that could that's that's one aspect of it too. The COVID year, then you add in the fact that they had transferred. Yeah. So a lot of them had transferred to new programs. And it's just been like that. It's been of late, it's been a lot of players coming out a lot older. I mean, Joe Barrow was 23. Mm-hmm. When he came out, so it's been, it's just been happening with players that have been coming out of college a lot older at quarterback than they normally have been. I mean, like people forget Lamar's like twenty six, twenty seven. So like, yeah, he's like twenty six, twenty seven. Well, Lamar been in the league by what twenty five, six years? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. He came out at like 20. And mm. I think the NIL money helps too. Like allow you to stay another year when you're making two, three million dollars. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting draft to see who go first quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man, let's get some NBA action. Let's get the NBA conversation, man. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Embiid. What's going on with him and his injuries? Key start us off, man. Can the sisters still win this chip without Embiid being fully healthy? Well, they got time to get him healthy, but it, you definitely can't win a, a championship without him not being 100%. The Embiid, we know, dominating, starting to play this year more in the post and struggling for threes on the perimeter. I love what they're doing with him. He is realizing now that he's unstoppable on the block. Teams in the past wanted you to shoot threes, right? That's why you was open. Yeah, and uh, so I like the way Philly playing, but to win the chip, they definitely going to need because at this point, this is not about coming out the East. You got to win a chip, you got to beat the teams in the West too. So, you know, at this point, um, I I ain't in no rush to get him back healthy. Let me say to get him back on the court unless he's really healthy because at this point right now, who gives a care about the first seed, second seed? As long as you're in that top four, the goal this year is try to come out the East, not go home second round. Because the last few years, Philly been a disappointment. You know what I mean? So, um, develop the other players right now with Maxi becoming your number one and all the bench players you got, but they got to get them back healthy 100% if they can win a chip. And it's still early in the season right now. You know, we ain't even at all-star break yet. If it take him two months to get back to to where he was – which was probably on projecting to win another MVP. That's how well he's yeah, he was like thirty-five and eleven. Yeah, so they got to get him back if they're gonna win a chip. Because, bro, you know, I remember early in his career, bro. We even thought this boy career was gonna be be short, not playing long season. Or, you know, so I think his first two years he probably played what twenty, thirty games. So yeah, they got to get him back to being a hundred percent, and just gotta take his time. If you lose some, you win some. The goal is to win a to get out the east, at least get out the east this year. Yeah, I, I think they just need to make a decision whether he's gonna have surgery on the meniscus or let it heal. Um, but yeah, I would say get him ready for playoffs. I mean, that's when it matters most. Um, even if they're not a top four seed, like I still think they got a good enough talent to beat some of the top teams. Uh, it's not the road you want to take, but um, I say just get them healthy, make the best decision because um, if you have the surgery and take the meniscus out, you can have long-term effects of that with his knees. Look at D-Wade. Um, when D-Wade took his meniscus out, his knees were never the same. Um, so they have to be smart about this decision um, and not only just look at it this year. We need them for the long term. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they play it, but if I'm if I'm in B, I wouldn't want to have the surgery. I was maybe do rest and some other things. Um, because you don't want to have knee injuries in the previous, like I said, D-Wade. When he had the meniscus surgeries, it was a wrap for his knees. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. Yeah, I think he needs to get rested like because um, they're going to need him. But I think now this is where Maxi, Tobias, has th- those guys who've been around the um, organization. This is where they need to step up and keep things afloat for MB until he comes back. Because, you know, like you said, you, you, you're going to have to earn your way out of the East, period. And 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 they and they need like you say MB averaging thirty five and ten eleven whatever they're going to need that every night and they're going to need him to be healthy to get through them grueling nights where they in tough games where it's one or two points you know going into the fourth quarter and you got to make a play so I, I think by like you said Ray 
just give them some rest. Let them get the um the physical therapy. Get what you got to get. And like you said, this is big for down the road. It ain't just this year. It's for down the road. And when contract time come, you you do you want to pay him a whole bunch of money knowing that he has this going on with his knee? So I, I just truly believe that you, you give him the rest. The other players need to step up and do their job, what they're getting paid to do, the Maxis, the Tobias Harris of the world, and the other and, and the role players around them to step up their game and, and, and get focused on trying to, you know, like he said, getting at least the top six. You know, be, be in the top six to where you, you know, you get a, a good matchup for the first round to where you might not need him for the whole round, but you need him just enough to just get to get y'all over the hump and get you into the second round. I didn't think it really matter anyway. I think if they don't make a move, they're going to go out probably in the second round anyway. I just don't feel so. like, yeah, I mean, even with, when we've seen the story. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen it. We've seen it already. I mean, they didn't make a, a trade, a piece? I mean, Byers and you got Harris. I mean, did they have? Did they have the same team last year? Maxie, I mean, I think, but Maxie is ascended this year, All Star for the first time. I mean, do you think he's ascended enough to where he can beat the top two teams? Not by himself, but I think he's a he's he's playing well enough to be a number good number two. Nah, they, he's playing well enough for them to got to go seven games. They can beat the Knicks in seven. They can't beat the Bucks or the or the Celtics in seven. Nah, now we. Now, with, I mean that knee problem is going to linger. It's not going to. It's not going to correct itself. So, yeah. it's not a. And it's, apparently, you don't want to do the off-season surgery. So, it's going to be one of those things that he's going to have to chronically deal with for the rest of his career. And you're not. It's not going to get better as he gets older. So, no. I mean, yeah, they got to make some type of move at this point to get another score in there um, that could take the pressure off Embiid. You know, what I mean, I mean, for him to be doing this with his knee and scoring seventy points, that's incredible. I tell you that. Right. But at the end of the day. He's not going to be able to keep sustain that, and for forever. No, you saw when the competition getting more elite. So we tell him, man. I mean, even the Knicks, I think, can give him a good game, a good series. The Cavs can give him a good series. They got big guys can 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 give him problems. Not you know, not stop him, but give him problems. And then they got good wing players as well. I just don't see where who they're going to beat if they get to that second round. Like they they can have problems in the second round for sure. Oh, absolutely. Because you probably got to play Boston or Milwaukee, possibly. No, I mean, you're the, right now they're the third seed. So you got the three, six, yeah, you're not playing like the two. You know what I mean? So what you're going to do is going to be, it's going to be, uh, if he's not dominating, I mean, dominating, they're going to lose. So they got to get another score and then they can get the, because Tobias Harris, as good as he's been this season, it's still a roller coaster in the, in the playoffs. Kelly Oubre playing well this year. He's doing well off the bench. Yeah, I mean, so is, uh, um, um, podcast. Uh, Pat Bev, he's playing well. But, 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 but it's all bench play. But they need another score, man. They need somebody and it, in another guy in there that can give him something. Like, as Maxie's been, like he's ascended, but I don't know if he's ascended where he's where they can just they can beat those those two teams. I think because we've seen the story last year. Yeah, he ascended, but where was he at when at the last game six and seven of last year, mm-hmm. including B. Non-existent. They were up 3-2. They had a chance to put him away. I just don't see it, man. I I, I hope I hope him, you know, I hope that they do finally get that next level. I don't see it. I, 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 it's just one of those things. I'm just not seeing where it's happening. So we'll move on from that. Let's get Believe to, it, bro. Nah. Now nah, let's get to the all-star selection. What did you guys find that you enjoyed what player did you like seeing that's been selected this season? Key start us off and then give us your snub on who you think should have been part of the all-star team. 
Man. Uh, and, you know, I just to be this player should make it at this point, man. It's 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 about the fans. And more like it's going to be players who uh, – now, it was one person who made their first all-star uh, team. Uh, who was it? Um, Maxie. Maxie, I like to see that. Yeah, Maxie made it for yeah, the first time. So did yeah. the kid from Orlando. Yeah. Uh, who? Um, what's the boy from Duke? Yeah, he made it. Yeah, yeah. Achero. Yeah. You know, he balling too. So, at the end of the day, it's going to be people that don't make it because you're going to get your bets. Everybody know their name. The player, the, the fans just go. And um, they have been balling this year, you know, like the vets that deserve it. But uh, for me – those two was I like to see they you can see the work they put in Maxi and uh, uh and Pablo however you say his name Pablo, um seeing some new faces in the league but you always gonna win the All Star come this is gonna be the most popular names this is what it is it's a popular contest that's who get the votes but it's good to see new fresh blood like Maxi and uh and Pablo in it uh anybody new fresh for made it uh on the West I think uh. I don't think it's Booker's first one. Nah, it's not his first one. But I think it I think it was a shock that he made it. Not a shock that he made, but I think that it was a shock that uh that uh the kid from Sacramento didn't make it. Oh Fox. Fox didn't have they didn't have any selection there. They yeah, had zero. That, yeah, that's kinda yeah, that's kinda weird. But who you take off? I would have, to be honest with you, man, I would have not put be real. I won't put Steph on it. But Steph, they team ain't winning, but he having a, he having a great number season. But his his numbers and DeAndre Fox and him is kind of mirror of each other. Yeah. But like they're I both said, averaging about 27 a game. Yeah, but. About you, five, six, seven assists yeah, a game. Yeah, but you know, the face of the, you're gonna, like I said, it's a popular contest. Gonna, Steph going to get it all day. But their team stinks, and it's supposed to be team success too. Yeah, but it's fans voting. It's part fans. He was reserved. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, when you let the fans vote, they're going to vote Steph over five. You don't understand that. I don't think the fan votes comes into play when it comes to reserve. I think that's just coaches. And and coaches voted Steph instead of DeAndre Fox. You know, their team's better. Yeah, but, you know, that's even when it comes to coaches, they ain't going to say, oh, we're going to leave Steph off. You're talking about all-time greatest great player in the history of the NBA. The greatest shooter's up, the greatest shooter ever. I don't know, man. I and he's putting up 27, 28 this season. I mean, they're going to be some guys that are not going to make because of health. I mean, B's not going to be on it. Holland Burt's not going to be on it. Um, so you have some fill-ins. But I just feel like there were some players that they could have they could have brought on there. Uh, you had two Knicks players. You know what I mean? But, I mean, so that's good. They got recognized. But mm-hmm. they should have been if – you, if you're a team that's in the top five, you should have had at least two players on there. Fox and Shabonis could have been both on there. I mean, they just got better records. I don't see what was the point of that, of keeping the boys off of it. It's tough, man. Like, I mean, who do you take off? But I like to see that Brunson made it. Um, Brunson has had an amazing two-year run. Mm-hmm. Um, SGA, like being a starter, taking OKC, a young team. How good to see him being in the starting lineup. Um, Paolo, you know, that's good in Orlando. But yeah, who do you take off? Like, I mean, you got to reward the Timberwolves for being a number of top three seed. Right. Man, you get rid of Anthony Towns, bro. Bro, they're number, they're number one, right? That was the number, best player. That was the two, best player. They, they tied for one in the West. Yeah, I don't know you had to take them off because that's been the whole key. If you your team's in the top four or five, you've had two starters. Yeah. The problem is, that's, I just stated this just previously, 
they don't. I don't understand why the Sacramento Kings don't have not at least one, but two. They don't have at least two starters. They only have one, but yet, yet they got Steph Curry on the team. Steph Curry ain't playing better than the under Fox right now. Yeah. Just is what it is. He's not. So, they're averaging about the same. Their numbers are the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit, that's, that's so how you going to keep one off but keep the other one on? Yeah, that yeah. Was, Biggest but, enough for me, probably Trey Young. Um, he put he's having 28 and 10. Like, even though Boston is winning, Jalen Brown is not having a great year. He's not having an all-star year. I would have replaced Trey with uh, Jalen Brown. Um, but other than that, I wouldn't. Everybody else, Mitchell's having a big year, almost having 30 points. Yeah, I would have took Jalen Brown off. I think he only got it because Boston is the top, top team. Number one seed. Yeah, that's the only reason. He's not having an all-star year at all. At all. Well, that's what I just said about Carl Anthony Town. He shouldn't be on there. But, no, you, I mean, he's having 23. It's the same thing. Yeah, but okay. Jalen Brown just not playing well. But but you say so so Carl Anthony Town playing better than Jalen Brown. Yes. Yes. All the way around. He is. Carl yes. Anthony Town actually balling this year. Yes. He's balling this year. Dude, drop you dropped sixty two yeah. a week ago. A week ago, yeah, sixty two. <laughs> and nobody expect nothing out of Minnesota. They always a team got the talent, but never put it on. And they're tied for the number one seed with, with OKC. So it's tough, bro. It's unless you expand the rosters, it's tough. Every year you gonna have one man. Take LeBron off that joint. I mean, Trey Trey Young's going to make it anyway because I said just off of uh, right. Not just random, but it's other players. I mean, Hollenberg's going to be out. So you got to replace a guard with a guard. So Trey will be on there. But it's just, I'm, I don't see how you and you have a top five team. You don't at least have one starter in there. Yeah, I get it. True. I True. Get it. You got to at least have one. That's when I was saying that. How you going to have Steph? Steph, listen, they team ain't playing well, bro. They may be Memphis the other day. But- but they ain't been winning. I agree with you, but that name, like I said, you're going to have the name stars at the All-Star game. You know? Are you rewarding the name or are you rewarding the real that's stars? That's just part it's of star it. Power, bro. That's Star Power League. I mean, bro. people like Steph, they, he want to just go on vacation these days anyway. <laughs> that's a Star Power League. You're going to have hey, Steph. But, but, but I, I agree. Right, hey. Lakers are top, top. They're in the, the nine. They're in the ninth seed. They got yeah. two and they players. got two. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, yeah. Why with, you got LeBron. two players and you're, and you're in the ninth seed? AD exactly. AD ball. ain't playing well. AD's playing well. Balling this year, it's and LeBron and well. LeBron balling too this year, as far as age. And you're not gonna not gonna tell LeBron sit home. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but you, but if you, why would you? If you all right, so you the Lakers, you the ninth seed. Your team still stink though. I get it, but it's a so name. I asked, what, what are we doing here? Are we we're rewarding the best players or yeah, not? Rewarding With the, the best, best team is playing. The team's playing the best. You you reward the like I said, All Star have you had come to it? The most popular names going to go to the All Star. The faith it is. It's been like that since since the day of time. Like, cause the fans get a percentage, right? Mm-hmm. And then the coaches get a percentage. Media, you know. Media get a percentage. Yeah, it's a popularity. Right. Yeah, it's a popularity. Contest. Oh, that's what the All Star Game is—a popularity contest. That's yeah, all it is. It just, unless you expand yeah. the rosters to at least fifteen, um, you, you, somebody's always. Yeah, it's a popularity contest. We'll, we'll see how it all folds, man. But yeah, I, I just I just feel like it's got to be it's got to be a better situation. Is all right, man. So we're about to wrap this up. We're done for the day as far as the topics we have on the lineup. Uh, any final thought, Key? Uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl, man. Uh, oh, because I ain't going to be here next week, and I wanted to, you know, get my little thoughts. Get your the, thoughts on the Super Bowl really quickly, man. Who do you think going to win? Man, it's going to be a close one. 
But, bruh, I can't go. Unless it's Joe Burrow, I ain't going against Patty. Only two, co- only two quarterbacks have beat him since he's been playing, and that's Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. So I just feel like dude going to find another way to, to, to win this game. I feel, I feel the other quarterbacks feel pressure when they're going against him try to do too much, and I think Purdy going to feel the pressure looking on the other side going against uh, – and 49ers has been kind of slow starting this whole playoff. Since they got in the playoff, and I think Patty and them gonna get it over. That's you know because I ain't gonna be here next week. What's your thoughts, man? Who you think gonna win? Uh, San Francisco gonna pull it off, though. I think they're gonna pull it together. Um, but yeah, it should be a good game. Yeah, I think it's be a good game too. I do like the San Francisco Forty Nine to win to a close one, very close one. But I, I already care less. I'm just there to watch Usher. Yeah. Oh, it's All right, so, the fourth. So that's our final thoughts for the day, man. Ray, you want to get us out of here? We out of here.